Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. But let's pray the Lord speaks to us. Father, I thank you for your holy presence here today. Thank you that we can worship you. Our hearts are open to you. Lord, your love just fills our hearts as we celebrate the love of marriage today. Lord, I thank you for your amazing love that fills our hearts, overflows us. Holy Spirit, speak your living word into all of our hearts now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's take our seats. God is so good. So as we were just planning for today for the uh, celebration with uh, Dr. Peter and Mercy, I was stirred again to remind us that marriage is God's idea. It's God's plan and idea. And there's been so much pressure and attacks in recent years upon marriage and family, and all of us see that. And some of us maybe have been through difficult marriage situations, divorce or separation, or our parents or people we know, their marriages didn't last. And sometimes it can leave a lot of wounds and we start to settle back and think, well, it's an ideal. It works for some, but doesn't for others. But I want to remind you uh, just a few verses from the Bible today that tell us about marriage and family. Hebrews 13 verse 4 says, Honour the sanctity of marriage and keep your vows of purity to one another. For God will judge sexual immorality in any form, whether single or married. God sees it very highly. He's created us male and female for His divine purpose. And marriage is one of those gifts that God gives us. The Amplified says, Let marriage be held in honour. That is, esteemed worthy, precious, of great price, and especially dear in all things. That's what the Word of God says. Another version says, let marriage be honoured by everyone. Wow. And that's God's plan and purpose for our lives. And uh, when it says everyone, that includes those who may be your parents. Their marriage didn't last or they got divorced. Or some, of, some are single today. Some have had difficult marriages. Some have experienced separation or divorce. The good news is Jesus come to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. And sometimes we can think, well, it's too painful. But God says, hey, marriage is to be honoured by all good. It's a foundation of our society. Families is God's plan and idea. The local church is a family where we have the extended family of God. And I just want to remind us today of God's plan and purpose that marriage is to be honoured by all, regardless of whether we've had great experiences or haven't. Marilyn and I have been married 41 and a half years. We've had an awesome marriage. Yeah. And in a moment we'll share it hasn't always been easy because we're totally different personalities. But God's there to help us. Ephesians 5.21, just a few more verses. I just want to let the Word of God speak to us today of what God's Word says about marriage and family. Verse 21. And out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive of each other in love. That's for everyone. He's speaking to everyone there. And one of the versions says, um, in reverence of Christ, submit to one another, honor one another, respect one another. So God's plan for relationships is out of Jesus as, as believers to love and honor and respect one another. Then it goes on, verse 22, for wives, how do we live this out? For wives... This means being devoted to your husbands, like you are tenderly devoted to, to our Lord. 
For the husband provides leadership for the wife, just as Christ provides leadership for his church as the saviour and reviver of the body. In the same way, the church is devoted to Christ. Let the wives be devoted to their husbands in everything. Husbands, your turn. Verse 25. And to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us, his bride. For he died for us, sacrificing himself to make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of the word of God. Verse 27. All that he does in us is designed to make us a mature church for his pleasure until we become a source of praise to him, glorious and radiant, beautiful and holy, without fault or flaw. That's God's plan that he's building in all of our lives. How is that worked out? Often it's worked out in our marriages, our families, our close friendships and relationships, and in the local churches that we're a part of. God works out his nature, his character. Boy, do we need the fruit of the Spirit to get on with some people, hey? But God's Spirit is there working in our lives because that's how it demonstrates that the church is radiant. As people in our community see how we treat one another as husband and wives, how we treat one another in our families, how we treat one another in the body of Christ, that is a powerful, powerful testimony to people that Jesus changes our lives, that we can truly love and forgive. It goes on. And says in verse 28, Husbands have the obligation of loving and caring for their wives the same way they love and care for their own bodies. For to love your wife is to love your own self. No one abuses his own body, but pampers it, serving and satisfying its needs. That's exactly what Christ does for his church. He serves and satisfies us as members of his body. Verse 31, For this reason a man is to leave his father and his mother and lovingly Hold to his wife, since the two have become joined as one flesh. Verse 32, marriage is a beautiful design of the Almighty. Wow, isn't that so powerful? I read that this week. I thought, wow, marriage is a beautiful design of the Almighty. And yet the devil hates anything that God has created. And that's why the kingdom of darkness tries to destroy marriages, tries to tear families apart, tries to cause wounds and offence and brokenness because he hates what God's designed. God's created us in his image individually. He's created marriage as a design of the Almighty. He's created family to be a safe place where we grow and learn how to love and forgive and grow in his grace. And we need to be reminded of that in our lives, that this is a powerful place of blessing. Marriage is the beautiful design of the Almighty, a great mystery of Christ and His church. So every married man should be gracious to his wife, just as he is gracious to himself. And every wife should be tenderly devoted to her husband. Wow, if we do this God's way, we get God's blessing and results. And we've all seen or experienced the pain of when there's selfishness, when there's covetousness, when there's uh, pain that happens. We sometimes live out the pain we have, hurting people hurt people, loving people love people. Jesus comes to heal our hearts, heal our wounds so that we can love as he loves us. And that's the design of marriage and family and the body of Christ. That's an amazing mystery. It says the love a husband and wife have for each other is a picture of Jesus' love for the church. Wow, I haven't fully grasped that. 
but we're on that journey. My wife and I, 41 years of marriage, we're still learning what that means and the power and the depth of it. So it's the sanctity of marriage. Verse 33, another version says, Each one of you also must love his wife and as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. I read an amazing book about 25 years ago. It's called Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egerich. And uh, I've given probably 100 copies away to couples since then. Every time someone comes, pre-marriage preparation, I always give them a copy. They say, this will help you understand how God's designed you as male and female, husband and wife. And if you follow God's ways, you'll get God's results. So if you haven't ever read that book, get a copy. You'll laugh and cry your way through it, but it'll help change your life. It really, really will. And uh, it basically says, the love she most desires and the respect he desperately needs. A wife has one driving need, and that is to feel loved. When that need is met, she is happy. A husband has one driving need, to feel respected. When that need is met, he is happy. When either of these needs isn't met, things get crazy. And way too many families and couples live in the crazy cycle. Have we got that uh, picture to show us? Which one have we got? The crazy cycle. Without love, she reacts. Without respect, he reacts. And then it just keeps multiplying. And sadly, way too many marriages and families live in that cycle of craziness. And the enemy will keep fueling the strife if he can. Let's have a look at the energizing cycle. The energizing cycle is... His love motivates her respect, motivates his love, and it just builds and builds. And that's how God's designed us as husband and wife to live out his plan and blessing. That's what the Word of God teaches us. So if we base our relationships on God's Word, we get God's results. If we try and do it ourselves or the wisdom of this world or what the latest thing on Facebook or social media says, guess what? You're going to have crazy lives. Instead of blessed lives, as God has called us to. So the, uh, I'll just wrap this up. I've got two minutes left. The energizing cycle can be the acrostic couple. How to spell love for your wife. C stands for closeness. She wants you to be close. O stands for openness. She wants you to open up to her. U is understanding. Don't try to fix her. Just listen. You listening, guys? Don't try to fix her. Just Listen, took me about 25 years to learn how to do that with my wife, but we're, we're, we're doing well now. <laughs> peace, peace stands for peacemaking. She wants, to say, wants you to say, I'm sorry. The two most difficult words in the English language for men to admit that they've been insensitive or rude or blaming. L stands for loyalty. She needs to know you're committed. And E stands for esteem. She wants to honour and you to honour and cherish her. How to spell respect for a husband? The acrostic is chairs. C for conquest. Appreciate his desire to work and achieve. H for hierarchy. Appreciate his desire to protect and provide. A is authority. Appreciate his desire to serve and to lead. I for insight. Appreciate his desire to analyse and counsel. R for relationship, appreciate his desire for shoulder-to-shoulder friendship. And S for sexuality, appreciate his desire for sexual intimacy. 
To make a marriage work, well, it takes lots of love, commitment, loyalty, unselfishness, perseverance, patience, and forgiveness. And every married couple here said, Amen. <laughs> Woo! I'm not sure whether the wives were louder or the husbands, but hey, life, if we do it God's way, we get God's amazing rewards and blessing. And we've got three children who love God and serve God, and we've got eight grandchildren, another one on the way, and all of them love Jesus. Now, I don't say that to be proud. I say thank you, Jesus, for your grace, because on our own, we wouldn't be able to work that out. But because we've endeavored to live God's plan and purpose and love and pray for our kids and grandkids, God's been gracious to us. And I want to encourage you, if it hasn't worked out that well for you, don't give up. Just keep on coming back to God's plan and see what He, because He can heal the brokenhearted. He can restore. He can turn things around. But marriage only works when both parties are willing to invest everything. I remember talking to a couple of years ago, and they said, we've, we've got, got it worked out. They were engaged. They said, if I put in 50% and he puts 50%, that will be 100%. We'll have 100% marriage. I looked at him and said, good luck. <laughs> doesn't work that way. It's 100%, 100% by each. And then you have blessing that flows together. The rewards of marriage, a companionship, sharing the journey of love, bringing out the best in each other, support, growth and maturity and the fruit of the Spirit. And we've had an amazing journey and we're still learning. We are total opposites. Anyone ever done the Myers-Briggs survey, personality thing? 176 questions. Yes or no, you don't even get A, B, C or D. So it's yes or no. We did it about 10 years after we married and we found we agreed on one out of 176 things. <laughs> Marilyn and I are total opposites in every aspect of life. But we've got a few things in common. We love Jesus, we love one another and we're chosen to keep growing and changing. So it can work. If it can work for us, it can work for anyone. <laughs> Marilyn's parents didn't, make it. They divorced and so she had fears but she put them to Jesus and said, Lord, you can make it work together. And so one more scripture just to wrap it up. Proverbs 18.22, when a man finds a wife, he has found a treasure for she is the gift of God to bring him joy and pleasure. But the one who divorces a good woman loses what is good from his house. Do you hear that? Wow. That's Proverbs 18.22 in the Passion. The Amplified says, He who finds a true and faithful wife finds a good thing and obtains favour and approval from the Lord. The Passion says in Proverbs 19.22, You can inherit house and land from your parents, but a good wife only comes as a gracious gift from God. Wow, that's beautiful. I love these Proverbs, hey? And so God's grace is there. Maybe you're single and hoping to get married one day. Hopefully you can take a few of these things, grab that book, and it'll help you prepare your life to be the best spouse that God's called you to be. Maybe you've been through the pain or brokenness of divorce or, or you're widowed. And God knows where we're at in our journey, but His grace is there. And thank God for the family of God that we can have lots of spiritual mums and dads and brothers and sisters and, and uh, sons and daughters and everything in the household of God. He puts the solitary in families in the house of God. I want to pray blessing on you today. And last thought is, if you know Jesus, make sure you are in unity. Great power in unity. Power of agreement. Spiritually praying together as husband and wife. When you pray together, you stay together. 
When you worship together, you flow together. When you serve together, you will thrive together. And I want to encourage you to walk together. And when you enjoy the journey, you'll have fun together. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Wow, I'd like to pray a prayer of blessing over every married couple here today and also over all of us, wherever our season in life is. And we've all got stories, God knows them all, but don't forget the Word of God that says, marriage is to be honoured by all. Father, I pray blessing over this beautiful congregation of people today. Pray for every married couple, Lord, that they would just experience your love and blessing. If you're sitting near your husband or wife, grab their hand right now and I'll pray blessing on you. Lord, I just pray for every married couple, Father, that this word will just strengthen and inspire, Lord, the covenant of marriage that they have made. Lord, I just pray blessing, joy and peace. Lord, if there's been strife or, or challenges or sickness or needs, Lord, you would help them to grow through it and just mature in your ways. I pray for blessing over those that are single for whatever reason that is. I pray for your grace over them, your love, your mercy, that they would not feel alone or lonely, but Lord, you would bring the right people into their world and you would bless them in this journey and this season. Lord, I pray for your presence over everyone here and Lord, I pray you would heal the brokenhearted. You would set the captives free for some that carry wounds in their soul for marriages that didn't work or family or friends' marriage that are in strife. I pray, Father, that you would just bring your healing, your truth, your grace, and help us to do it your way. We pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's give him a shout of praise. <clears throat> Thank you for joining us. The Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or follow us on our social media sites at Baysidechristianchurch.